Do you know that we have a free Childhood Cancer Facebook community and a free mental health professionals network group? Make sure to join through the links in the summary. If you haven't taken our PTSD after cancer quiz, make sure to check out the links below. Get added to our list to receive free resources to help you heal from the impact of childhood cancer. Be the first to know and we will offer EMDR intensives and support groups for teens, parents, and adult survivors of childhood cancer. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. Before we jump right in, I wanted to just to quickly come in and say hi, I'm Adriana. And if you could please hit subscribe to this podcast, if you have listened to my other ones, and you've enjoyed some of the resources that I put out there. And if you could also kindly rate this podcast, I would love a five star review, but you know, you rate it as you feel I have earned. So if you could please Subscribe and submit a review and share this with anyone that you feel would benefit from Family Chemotherapy Podcast. Thank you so much. Welcome to Family Chemotherapy, where we discuss ways to cope through a pediatric cancer diagnosis. I'm your host, Adriana Lewin. Hello. Today, I wanted to take some time to talk a little bit about um, another book. I love books and books were a source of so much comfort for me. Um, And there are a select handful that I would say you must read um, at the time of diagnosis, off treatment, wherever you're at. This book is one that should be read whenever, but it should be read. Um, this book is called Man's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankel. Um, we'll show you my copy, but I've had this book for like, I don't know, 15, 20 years now. I know it's kind of crazy to think I've had it for that long, but, um, it is one of my absolute favorite books and I had read it when I was much younger and I've never really, um, finished reading the last half of the book, which really goes into logotherapy, which is basically existential therapy, which is essentially to dumb that one down even further for people who don't know what existentialism and stuff is. um, To bring it down to more layman's term, it is basically the questioning of what is the meaning of life and who is God and just those type of questions about your existence and your purpose. Um, Victor E. Frankel was a psychiatrist who went into, um, I believe it was Auschwitz. It's been a while since I read it, um, but I want to say it was Auschwitz. Um, he was taken to Auschwitz and he was a psychiatrist at that time. And he basically started psychoanalyzing people and psychoanalyzing people who struggled and those who were surviving Um, Not that they were surviving super well, but people who were having better chances of surviving in um, their time in the camps. And he would just psychoanalyze like their, essentially, I guess their attitude, their mindset, um, their experiences. And he just flat out tells you, you know, about his very challenging experience being stuck in a concentration camp. And so this book, 
the way he wrote it, supposedly he sat down and wrote it straight through one evening, just, you know, went through his book, uh, wrote it all out. And he was thinking about publishing this book um, anonymously after he was out of, um, after he was liberated, I guess you could say, right? Um, After the time uh, in World War II. And so he writes this book, publishes it, and finally, I guess people, you know, told him, no, just go ahead and publish it with your name. It is such an incredible source of inspiration. It has nothing to do with childhood cancer or the world that we experience, but it speaks to a commonality of suffering. And I felt so seen and so validated when I read this book uh, in a way that was safe for me to explore those emotions because, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm, I did read a book or two around people's childhood cancer experience. It was, it was too close to home for me. And it was really challenging for me to make, make my way through that type of book. This doesn't talk about cancer. It just talks about human suffering and resilience and how we make sense of our experience and how we move forward and essentially how we choose to move forward is really important it tells you um your quality of life what that would look like if you choose to move forward with i hate using the word mindset but a more optimistic outlook where you know really it becomes it comes down to with hope and resilience so this book i highly recommend it because it does um, allow you to feel emotions in a safe way. And what I mean by that is instead of getting caught up in something that strikes way too close to home and causes you to start having emotional distress over your own experience and your own situation, you can relate to some of the experiences that he felt, um, the emotions that he felt in his experience. And you are allowed to, it, it encourages you almost, or it brings you into his suffering so that you too can grieve a piece of you that relates to that. And so this book was so validating is the the best word I can use to describe it. Like I read so many different books and I struggled with so many different questions after our experience that once I read this book, I just felt validated that it's okay to suffer and it's okay to have these questions and to question, you know, uh, what to do with it moving forward. So if you've never read this book, it is a very quick book. Um, really his story is about 90 something pages, 93 pages, uh, or at least in my, my version it is, it's very short and very easy to read. He just tells it to you like a story. Then the second half of this book, part two, he really goes into how he came up with the idea of logotherapy after experiencing the trauma, being in the concentration camp and watching so many of his loved ones die and just the brutality that he saw day in and day out. Um. That part, I will say, if you're not in the world of psychotherapy, that might be a little bit harder to read, but it, it's still it's still very um, valuable information, resourceful 
uh, and it gives you a lot to think about. I did this as a book club. So I highly recommend if you can read this with other people and just talk to one another about your experience um, and what you drew from this book, that in itself can be incredibly healing because sharing your wisdom and your insight that you learn from this, um, you feel also very validated, very seen, very, very much, uh, yeah, just seen. So sharing it with other people within the community that we live in, it definitely um, is very helpful and very healing. And so get a copy of this book. I will put a link in the comments below. It's definitely worth a read. And if you've read it, I would love to hear your comments and, you know, message me. And I would love to, um, share whatever it is that you would love for me to share with the audience. So I really appreciate you guys for tuning in today. And I hope that you, if you've never read this book, that it will provide a source of comfort for you while you are in treatment, off treatment, grieving, whatever it is, whatever stage you're in, that you find comfort through the shared experience of suffering with somebody else in a way that's safer for you to experience those emotions. So On that note, I just thank you for tuning in and I hope you guys have a great day. If you have found this podcast helpful or you just love the mission for family chemotherapy, please kindly rate this podcast. Also, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest for additional resources that I do share daily. Please tag and share your friends and other pediatric cancer families that you think would benefit from any of the content from family chemotherapy. Thank you, and I can't wait to share the next episode. Together, we can help heal the whole family.